Hey, so you're here, but have you checked out the first part of this podcast? So where is the first part? The first part of this podcast is... On the other podcast. <laughs> on the other podcast. I don't know which is yet, but... Okay, so... Okay. <laughs> first part of the podcast is on the Average African Kid podcast. Okay. You can check the link in link below to get to the Average African Kid podcast. And we right back. And the funny thing is that I've never picked up an instrument since then. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just... It's literally just my voice that has been my instrument now. And it's funny because I am so musically unaware. <laughs> like, if you, you you need to see me with, with the group of people that I, I used to make music with. Mm -hmm. Like, they knew so much more about music than me. And then I'll just be like, okay. So, um, yeah, I just, all I knew how to do was put the words together. Mm -hmm. And how to, I, I know how to rap because I've always been listening to other people rapping and I like that. And because like being intelligent from high school and reading a lot of books, my imagination was always out there. Mm -hmm. So I could always put the words together. But when it comes to like, oh yeah, um, do, do the keyboard in key A. I still can't, I can't, I literally can't tell you. If you play key C for me, I can't tell you, oh, that's key C. That's G sharp. I can't, I still can't do it. And even with melodies, like when I started really trying to sing on my songs, what I used to do is I'll do the beat. No, I, I, my friends would do the beat. And then I'll tell them, okay, how do you hear this song going? Mm -hmm. So they'll be like, and then I'll just write words with, with the, the pattern melody. that they've yeah, shown the me. In mind. Yeah, in the melodies in their mind. Because I couldn't really picture it in my own head. Mm -hmm. So I was basically just like mirroring everything that they wanted mm -hmm. until I like, they've done it enough times and I'll be like, oh yeah, this is how this person, you will do it. Mm -hmm. I think I could kind of do it that same way and then I'll change it a little bit. And that's how I started getting like fairly okay at music. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's talk about music because that was one thing you did that broke the mold. Like the the reality is that everyone, at least I had that stereotype in my head that, oh, with music, like it was all those guys that um, after school, they now say they want to do music. Eh? Then the African parents, if I slap you, <laughs> I was like, you want to do music? <laughs> and that, that kind of was like, oh yeah, music is something that you do at church and you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's it. But you you took your stuff with it. Like you have some, a lot of God, a lot. <laughs> and you started making music and I was like, okay, okay. I was, and I was surveying the atmosphere. I was like, hey, nothing's happening. It's not going. <laughs> Like, wait, 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 I thought, I thought that things were supposed to, to crash by now. It's like, like, wait, we can do music, ah, da, da, da. But I was looking, like, okay, nothing's happening. <laughs> I'm like, but I thought this was, it's and basically like a lot of things that you did, like a lot of things, like all conversations, like you expanded my, my worldview a lot. Because um, I have this, I can be really, really narrow-minded and really focused and really conservative, very conservative. Yeah. And I remember having to talk with Jimena at one time and she tore me to pieces at one time and it helped straighten my head a bit. I have to like learn, I have to like adapt to the areas I'm in. I can't yeah. just be stuck in my ways. I got yeah. to learn from people, be okay with trying new things, exploring. Yeah. 
And the fact that you started music just made me realize that, oh wow, there is really nothing that is impossible to do. Right? Yeah. Because it was like the one thing that as an African kid going to America that you shouldn't do, <laughs> you did it and you got away with it. I was like, hmm, <laughs> what, what could I do? And it was an encouragement because I was like, okay, music was that one of those topics I'm like, oh, stay away from there. But you, you did it and I'm like, wow, what else, what else is there that I'm thinking that is, shouldn't be there? And you say something sometimes and like you're like super ahead of everybody and I'm like, no. <laughs> like one year later, I'm like, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I guess a bit. I don't tell you sometimes. I just, yeah. <laughs> like, eh, you kind of had a point. Yeah. Kind of had a point. For me, I also think that the dist the distance made me explore. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, if I do music now, Daddy cannot just get on a flight and come and find me. <laughs> uh -huh. Second thing was mm -hmm. the fact that while I was doing music, my grades weren't terrible. Mm -hmm. So there was another extra thing not to shout at me about. <laughs> And the third thing was the fact that I was working on campus, mm -hmm. so my school fees was less, mm -hmm. and everything I was doing with music was with my own money. Mm -hmm. So I think all those, all those things combined to make sure that mom and dad weren't mm -hmm. vocally yes. opposed. Okay, because if they say, well, let me stop music, okay, tell me why I should stop. Mm -hmm. I'm, still doing good. I'm still doing good in school. Mm -hmm. I'm not wasting your money. Mm -hmm. Nobody's died. So <laughs> why should I stop it? Yeah, yeah. So, and also, I also believe that that was actually very encouraging, mm -hmm. at least to a very good extent. Yeah. Because how I pitched music to them mm -hmm. was that I was doing music instead of like sports. Ah, okay. So music was my free time activity. Mm -hmm. So I was doing something with my free time. Yeah. Okay. So while there was school everywhere, mm -hmm. I was finding pieces of time to do music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I was able to like, I feel like that's, that's where the support from dad mm -hmm. was really from. Yeah. For those listening now, start taking notes because you probably have like parents who are Conservative in some areas, like who who you are trying to do some things that they might disagree with completely. Yeah. So you might want to take some notes on how to to, to navigate. <laughs> you Ugaga. I also have to really, 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 um, what do you call it? Emphasize your parents need to be cool from the jump. Yeah, I've had I had cool parents. Yeah, I have cool. a cool mom, yeah. and I had a cool dad. So yeah. they. They have to be cool, like, but at the end of the day, you have to remember that is your life. Yeah. Like, one thing, one thing I learned mm -hmm. is that a lot of African parents, mm -hmm. they want to use their children to show off. Yeah. So, if you're okay just being a show-off piece for your parents, mm -hmm. then just do everything they say, mm -hmm. and they won't get upset and they will they will it'll just be okay yeah but if you blaze your own trail mm -hmm. do well 
they will find a way to brag about what you do yeah. regardless. Yes. Yeah. So be individual, be yourself. As long as you are not, like I said, killing anybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't be the joker. <laughs> yeah, don't be the joker, but... Don't be a joker. <laughs> don't be a joker. A <laughs> joker! Yeah, so... Are we still on? Is it still red? Yes, yeah, still okay, recording. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that, that, that is something important that I think... Yeah, and I feel like sometimes when we actually um, butt heads and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like... I realize that sometimes I see the world in a particular way and yeah. sometimes I get lost into thinking that everyone sees the world the same way that I do. Yeah. And all, at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, when we actually have a discussion about why I'm angry or why this happened, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I guess sometimes, yeah, yeah it, wor- it works out. Yeah. And I figured out that um, the thing bridging the music let, let, let me let me bridge from there from the music and everything that you started it pushed me to think creatively pushed me to just try new things myself and and then where you told me to live like with the you told me to stay in a place i can stay 12 months completely not a place i'm going to stay 10 months and then yeah. come back home that gave me an opportunity to find a spot for myself because during the holidays i didn't want to go yeah go back, back to the yeah, house sometimes i just wanted to just stay on campus and do my own thing just yeah be myself yeah and from that to eventually working like an our resident assistant like you did to um eventually said there he goes copying me again again <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey money. <laughs> what can i say i did branch you know i did some research assistant kind of stuff very brilliant guy mm-hmm. as i said before oh. toya is very intelligent very yes. intelligent human being thank you and then I started doing the things for the music with um, the saxophone. Yeah. I started playing at the church there, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I got some courage. I played an, at a talent show. Yeah. It was a thousand dollars that was a cash prize. I couldn't win the cash prize because I was still working as a resident assistant. Oh, okay. But I had a reaction from the crowd. I got everyone standing, they were waving and everything. I was like, yeah, yeah making some is, progress. This is really cool. <laughs> this is one step away from me hiding myself. Yeah. Then I went on to play at another, because it was an event we hosted, an honors college event. Okay. And I told myself that I want to play at this event on stage. But yeah. the organizer was another of my classmates. He was like, I said, I want to play. I was like, yeah, yeah. He was just giving me that. He was going to do yeah. that thing to wiggle me. I yeah. said no. But when our teacher was giving us our goals, asking us, okay, was an honors college class, it was one of those classes that you can do anything you want. She was yeah. like, how do you want me to grade you? What do you want to do that will give you an A in this class? Yeah. So you tell her what you want. You tell yeah. her what will be the metric for her to grade you. With. Yeah. And I was like, I want to play on the stage. That should be one of my metrics. Yeah. And she was like, okay, we'll make it happen. Yeah. And then he was like, the guy was in the tech room, like, okay, fine. Yeah. But you need to find someone else to play with. So that night, there was an open mic at school. So I went over there, played it a bit, watching, and then I met Carrington. Oh, cool. And then we started playing. Oh, yeah. So we played together and we started playing at different parts of at school. We played in Houston. Yeah. We did some online stuff. Um, I think we did a virtual event together. I don't think we did. I, so so many things we, we went went to so many events, yeah. and it was like a growing process for me. Yeah, and that encouraged me to. She pushed me to grow a bit more. Yeah, and then I was able to take myself and just take get in a bus and travel. Like I went to like a six hour drive, went to yeah. Dallas to just go yeah. play. 
saxophone on the, on the streets downtown yeah. in the middle of the night. Like 12 midnight, bro, I was playing my saxophone with my case yeah. open. And all the things he had done before kind of gave me the boldness because I was like, yeah, like, hey, this is one life and yeah, this is, my, this is me. This is my best moment in life. This is how I describe my whole life. Yeah. It's in this one picture. I'm running towards the water and I jump in the air. And that defines me right there. That moment when I'm in the air. Yeah. At that point, I can't go back. Yeah. And <laughs> I know I'm going to hit the water. Yeah. At that point, I just surrendered to it. Like, if I'm going to end at this point, I might as well enjoy it. Yeah. That's why. I, that's that's the perfect description of my life. Taking that leap, and from there, seeing where it goes, seeing yeah. where it takes. So, all the stuff you did, pushing the way, they helped blaze a trail for me. Like. And yeah. there were so many, so many mistakes I was going to make. Like, there was this um, multiple, like, like, you, like you had, you'd already been through them before, but you, somehow, you didn't say anything. You're like, you, you do all this stuff, and you just calm, keep quiet. No one knows. <laughs> and then when I'm about to go into it, you tell me, I'm like, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> that, yeah. that, 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 that is one thing with me is... Um, for somebody who does a lot of music, I am exceptionally, let me not say a poor communicator, but I lack communication a lot mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. I, I do this self-justification thing where it makes sense to me, and I will explain it to you guys now, so it might make sense to you. So what I believe is, I don't tell people things when I feel they cannot directly help me. Mm -hmm. If I feel what I'm telling you is only going to make you worry, mm -hmm. and all you're going to tell me to do is pray, mm -hmm. I won't tell you. Mm -hmm. I will tell you when I finish handling it. So that I'll be like, oh yeah, okay, so yeah, this, I was on fire, I put it out. <laughs> so don't worry about it, but yeah, th this is a summary of what is happening. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time when I was in America, I was like, I'm not going to call mom and dad now and tell them about this. Mm -hmm. When they are all the way in Nigeria, they can't do anything. And I can already visualize the steps I need to take to get myself out of this. Mm -hmm. So that's why when you came, I was very vocal, I was like, if you have an issue, let me know. Chances are, I've already made that mistake. And at the beginning, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and after, a little bit later, I was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's actually right. <laughs> uh, and at the beginning, it actually made you a bit feel, it was felt like you were a bit distant. Like when I was in Nigeria, like when I was still in school, like you never, you never called. And yeah. it was only dad that would call. And then I was like, uh, at the point, like when you call out, I didn't want to talk. Like you never call me in the first place. Ah, yeah, no need to talk. But it was when I got to America and we started talking a bit more. That living the same experiences, it actually clicked a bit more. Yeah, the 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 truth is, I I need to be better at that. I. <laughs> I say need. Need is a strong word because need implies that I... W okay, so I need to be better at it. I don't know if I want to be better at it. That, those are two different things. I feel, I feel like while 
I don't want to stress people with my issues. Mm -hmm. Talking about your issues always makes people feel closer to you. Yeah. It always does that. But I don't know. I, I think it's just something with who I am is um, I care about people, but I am a lot more in my own head. So it's until after what I've done has already affected somebody mm -hmm. that I now look at it and be like, ah, I sh probably should have handled that a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that is also a main, um, a main issue with the calling thing. I know, I know for a fact that me and mom have talked about this 500 million <laughs> times about just me calling, but then if you're my friend and you're listening to this podcast, most of my friends know I don't call. <laughs> I barely call anybody. The only people I call are people I want to give status updates to and now mom. Mom, I try to talk to mom once every two days. Every, like, I was trying every day. After that passed, I was trying to call every single day. And then I was like, okay, this is not who I am. So let me space it out. So I call Monday, call Wednesday, call Friday, call Sunday. Miss days in between. Mm -hmm. But I'm terrible at phone calls. I'm, I'm terrible at the whole catching up thing. Yeah. I'm terrible. But I think for even us, mm -hmm. as, as we move forward, I think it's something I should get better at. Mm -hmm. Because... It's always helpful to feel like you're not alone. If once, once loneliness is loneliness in itself is is one is is like the worst thing of the human experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that is that that is why I. That's why I appreciate everything with um, just having a relationship with God, yeah. and even. Even though, like, like I said, me and you are very different. I am, I don't believe I'm as, not religious, but I'm, I am, I'm still finding my way. Let's, <laughs> let, let's use that. Let's use, let's see. I'm still find, I'm still finding my way, but I see, I see the utility of the entire experience because loneliness sucks. Mm -hmm. But when you, feel and know that there's somebody ultimate that's looking out for everything they are doing yeah. and you can talk to. Mm -hmm. That is vastly important. Yeah, it is. It's vastly important. Yes. And so, yeah, I, I think, and I, I also believe that, yeah, so like that's, that's a major thing. And I think that As long, I just, the issue I have with a lot of religions is when you take away from that relationship to not feel alone, mm -hmm. to try and use it to control other people's lives. Yeah. That's, that's where I have an issue. Because mm -hmm. in my head, I'm like, we're all figuring this out. Mm -hmm. You believe strongly that you have the answers and you have experiences to back up your belief system. Mm -hmm. 
but other people kind of do too in their own way. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 it just gets to a really weird corner, mm -hmm. but I believe that there's definitely utility in that, and that's why I say I'm finding my way. Mm -hmm. I just, seeing you, seeing your relationship with God, watching mom's relationship with God too, it's, it's encouraging to know that you guys have something. So that's very good. But yeah, back to not about the feeling of loneliness. So yeah. yeah. I think I've talked with I just went on a whole no, monologue. That was, so that was good. That was good. And yeah, I think that um like there was a time I don't wanna get into the specific details. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but so really really insane things happened to me. And that just shook me to the core like some decisions made yeah bad choices not like i killed somebody or anything he totally killed somebody <laughs> i i had to bury a body because of this man don't listen to him uh, yeah but it, it totally rocks me like honestly like i was i was should i say devastated yeah that's like that that to me is like a bit of an understatement yeah. And that really shook me, and I think that really drew me closer to to the Lord and to my to my to mom and dad a bit more. Cause initially I was more like, okay, I'm going to similar to like I'm not going to disturb them too much. Yeah. But my own take was that I'm just gonna now that I'm here, I'm gonna try and grow and build something, live my life here. Yeah, I still communicate with them once in a while, but I was I was getting into that fake philosophy that African parents are those strict parents. And I was forgetting who my parents were. Yeah. I really was. Yeah. And that time really just drew me closer to them because after I messed up in some areas, yeah. everybody just pulled me closer. Yeah. There was no big shouts. It was just like, yeah, it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. You yeah. two helped me with that. And there yeah. we go again. We have very cool parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the best. The best. Absolute best. Like... It's it's just so amazing, like how, like let me let me break it down to you on another level. When I was taking my MCAT examination, like I was stressing out, calling me was just about to de 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 escalate, talk to mom, and the day of my exam, I was talking to mom, talking to dad, dad would be like, "Who are you?" We have these conversations, really nice, and then. He was like, okay, when are you going in for the exam? I told him, okay, this time, okay. So I'm going to be fasting. It's an eight-hour exam. I'm going to be fasting with you throughout the day till the exam finishes. Then call me. And that really, that's a statement. Like, the guy's in Nigeria. He's a doctor yeah. working every day. And he's fasting with me while I'm writing an MCAT examination yeah. in San Antonio. Yeah. And that was like, wow. It's like, I have people, I have foundations. And that's why when people say all these things about like nepotism, like how, how um, like rich families, how they continue yeah. the cycles and stuff. I, sometimes in my mind, really, to some point, I really don't have a problem with it because I was born into the richest family ever. Yeah. And monetary, not, not all monetary. Yeah, monetary too, because I, I'm seeing the bigger picture because they kind of, things that left on ground, the connection of the people. Yeah. It's worth more than any amount of money. Yeah. And 
I see that having all that, having dad and mom, like parents are so supportive. Like honestly, like it's one of those things that yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it 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 is so important because I've met a lot of people whose parents who they're not cool with their parents mm -hmm. on any level, whose yeah. parents are not supportive at all. Mm -hmm. And I've seen the difference with how self-assured I am with making steps. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, if, if I mess up, that has my back. <laughs> yes. There, there, there's always, when, when you jump out of a plane mm -hmm. and you know an experienced skydiver is stuck on your back, uh -huh. you enjoy the ride more. Yes. Than if you don't know anything about skydiving and you just straight jump. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I've learned that. Uh, that's something I really learned from mom and dad, and I try to, I try to impact that as much as possible to people I meet. Mm -hmm. and I know for my for a fact that my children are gonna feel yeah. that too. Yeah. Is that life is all life is all about quote-unquote messing up mm -hmm. those are where the experiences are yeah. you don't have to mess up as much because yeah. i have messed up and i'll tell you okay don't i don't think you should do that this is why i don't think you should do that mm -hmm. yeah but do it if you feel like doing it but i've already told you because i've already because there's yeah. one thing for you to say don't put your hand on the stove mm -hmm. and then yeah like um why should i put my hand on the stove yeah, turn on the stove. <laughs> Put your hand. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. That's why you don't do that. Mm. I think a lot of like African like parents and stuff just do that. Don't put your hand on the stove. Mm. Mm. And we are all we all just want, want to, to just rebel, rebel against. Just do what they say. Don't do. Don't do. Yes. But once we ha once they tell us the reason, mm -hmm. it's... and sometimes when we experience it ourselves, mm -hmm. we can understand what they're saying. Yeah. Or we can say. I understand why you say that, mm -hmm. but it's different now. Yes, yes. And dad was always always said this thing to me. I was like, like I like I have I have a phobia. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big phobia and I've been delivered from it more so every day. And final deliverance actually came while we're in the hospital too yeah. <laughs> with dad and everything. But my phobia is I'm scared of making mistakes. Like honestly, like this has been a big problem for me. Like to the point that it immobilizes me, like like a snake that that when it's bitten by venom, the snake the the animal can't move. Like fear yeah. immobilizes me because I'm so scared of making mistakes. Yeah. And I'd always say this that um, you should make mistakes. The only thing is that go make mistakes. But the only thing is that don't make the same mistakes that I made. <laughs> yeah. Go make new mistakes. We'll yeah. tell you the things. Go make some new mistakes because there's no way that you live through all these experiences without making mistakes. Yeah. Like one of the things I did, okay, this one I can share because this is a, li a lighter mood one. Yeah. Like I went by myself without telling anybody and I bought a saxophone. Yeah. A, a, a good saxophone. And eventually when I was coming clean, um, I was like, yeah, I can, I can, do, I can do some gigs. I can start start doing some some work on music, um, play some mm -hmm. places, get some more money, I can pay it off. That was like, yeah, just focus on school. <laughs> and he was like, oh, how are you doing? How's everything? How's mom? Oh, how's this actual? Oh, it's beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. And those kind of things. And it's like, it's like, those kind of encouragements. And I look back and I'm like, 
So all the things that I was scared to tell them about, this is exactly how they would have responded. So where did that fear come from initially? Mm. And it's just those moments of encouragement. It's like, it's like, wow, like I totally did not know who my parents were. Like, yeah. I totally had no idea. I, I, my mindset was just stuck in this whole stereotype that I didn't realize where I came from. It's like, wow. Yeah. 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 It's powerful. Powerful. It's powerful. It's important too. Yeah. Yeah, rehash. <laughs> we had cool parents. <laughs> yeah, we have. We have cool parents. Yeah, we have cool parents. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. I'm, Dang, I'm, we have. We have. Yeah, they, of course there'll be more spicy ones where we actually get into our arguments, but this one. Yeah, yeah, this, more mushy. Yeah, the, we, we're 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 getting the nice stuff out yeah, of the way. So when, when, the, when we start like trading <laughs> actual punches. blows, Aha. you know that we're actually friends. We're yeah. friends, but uh-huh. <laughs> we disagree on almost everything. Yeah, but it's it's good. Yeah. So if you got this far, you have listened to this half and on this podcast and the other half and the other podcast the average african kid podcast and the common sense and and some nonsense podcast podcast. i have no idea how we'll split this yeah i mean how long is this bro it's at least 45 minutes okay that's a good that's a good content Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) hey kudos to you you stayed till the end you got you got this far if you have just listened to the second part and you haven't checked out the first part yet go back and check it out Yeah. yeah The links to the second part are gonna be in the description. So. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. This so, is like a yin yang thing. It's like so we we we, te- we coined a new term. It's called pod hopping. Oh, pod hopping. Pod hopping. Yeah. Pod hopping. That's what we're doing yeah. right now. We are redefining the media. Oh, oh, oh let's oh. go. Let's go. Give it to them. <laughs> okay. So, thanks for tuning in. This was a nice one. This was a cool one. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah, I had me fun. too. Yeah, getting some stuff up my chest too. <laughs> Good fun times. Good times. Okay. Awesome. Take care, and see you guys later. See ya.